0: Hi, and welcome back to the Multifaceted Athlete with Coaching Lutz. I'm your host, Kelly Lutz. I am a USGA certified running and ultra running coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. I am so excited to have you here today. We'll be talking all about running, aspects of running, strength training, and anything else that makes us humans who do sports. So let's dive right into this episode. I hope you love it. Hello, hello. I wasn't sure if I was going to get another episode in for 2022, but we're going to we're going to get this one out there really quick. I'm recording this on Friday, December 30th, so very last minute. I have missed my Wednesday release of this week, but like I'm going to talk about in this episode, it's kind of been a week. <laughs> And so this is going to be another What's Well with Clutz" episode slash goodbye 2022. I'm not going to do like a reflection on the year because I don't really want to right here. (laughs) But maybe I'll make a post about it once I'm back on social, which is one thing we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to start with last week in my first What's Well with Clutz" episode, I was talking about my recent training and how I had been feeling a lot of resistance to running lately and why I didn't think I was burnt out and it kind of has continued since I recorded that last episode which makes me think I am I'm I still don't think I'm burnt out but I think I am seeing burnout in my on the horizon, if you will. And this actually motivated me to write a blog post about signs if signs that can tell you if you're heading towards burnout and maybe what to do in those situations. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what I'm going through and a little bit from that blog post, but I will link the blog post if you'd rather read than listen. Um, and I'm sure I will not cover everything I actually wrote in that post, But I don't think that physically I'm burnt out. I think mentally I might be burnt out. And part of the reason why is, like I mentioned last episode, is I've just been feeling a lot of resistance to getting out the door. And part of that can just be this time of year. We've gotten a lot of snow here in Colorado in the past couple weeks, which makes it really hard to do specifically 5k training, like the speed workouts in particular. um, I don't have a treadmill, so I do everything outside. And usually, if you're familiar with Colorado winters, we get snow, the sun comes out, it melts the next day. It's completely fine, except for in some shady spots. It's like it had never snowed on the sidewalk. But the snows we've been getting, we got 11 inches two days ago. The snow is still everywhere. I went running this morning and I could not run continuously for more than like 50 feet. It was quite annoying. And this may lead me to get a gym membership that has a treadmill. You never know. But that's been part of my um, trending towards burnout. It's just It's hard to motivate to get out the door when I don't have the best conditions underfoot. I don't mind the snow being there, but, you know, if you've ever tried to do a speed workout when there's ice or uneven snow around, it's just, it has an extra mental element and you can't hit the same paces, which is quite frustrating And you can just mentally spiral from there, you know. So that's been part of what's going on. I think I've also just been doing too much (laughs) from the past couple months. And it's just kind of catching up to me. But uh, I also think normally when I do, I mean, I do a 5k sort of focus every late fall-ish because I do the December Jingle Bell Run every single year. and normally, that's my last five k of the year, which is like perfect time because that's normally before any big snows hit. So then my this year, having a second five k on January fifteenth, it last year, it probably wouldn't have been an issue because we had a really dry December, which had its own issues with the Marshall Fire and everything. But this year, we are not having a dry December, which is great for fires but not great for um, trying to train for another 5k. That is, I guess it's a week and a half away at this point. So I think those are the root of what I'm going through. But some things to look for if you think you might be trending towards burnout. And most of the signs I think, are not indicative in and of themselves. But if you see a trend, that's when you should start to take notice and maybe change some things. So normally, if you're trending towards burnout, you'll see lower motivation, getting out the door, like I've mentioned, um, and probably higher fatigue than usual or like runs feeling harder than they should. I had an easy run the other day that felt so hard and you wouldn't be able to tell from like my pace or my heart rate or anything all of that data looked quote-unquote normal for me but my effort level felt so much harder than it should have and that if that continues that can be one indicator and same with higher fatigue than normal so if you make any obvious changes in your training plan like doing more volume, adding more intensity, then yeah, you're probably going to feel more fatigued than you would in a a normal week. But if you're doing similar training week after week and you find yourself feeling more and more fatigued with training loads that historically you can handle and not feel a certain level of fatigue, that could be an indicator. Um, I think the motivation one is one of the most telling because, you know, all of us have those days where we don't want to get out the door and run, but usually after a couple of days, it goes away. But if you're not motivated for like over a week, that could be something to take notice of. So when you're in these situations, I think one of the best things you can do is to take a break in whatever way that you need to, whether it's a physical break from running. So that could be like a complete break from running, um for any amount of time, could be, you know, three days, could be a week, could be a couple weeks, depending on your level of burnout, Um, or... I totally just lost my train of thought. Or a mental break. Um, There it is. My thought came back. A mental break from running, which could look like just not having scheduled runs for a certain period of time, usually like, you know, a week or two, because... Some people, it can feel very stressful to follow a structured training plan year-round. So you might just need a break from structure and just have the flexibility to, you know, go out for as long or as little as you want for a bit and kind of choose what you want to do. So I think those are the two most common paths if you come into this issue. So for myself, since I have my 5K on January 15th, that's pretty close My last couple workouts are going to be within the next, what is this, next week, week week and a half um, leading up to the race. So I will not be taking a break from running or structured training, but after my race, I am planning on taking a break, and for me, what I think that'll look like will be a week of do whatever I want. So if I want to go running, I'll go running. If I don't, I won't. And I think right after the race, I'll still be in San Diego. So I probably will go on some runs because I like to take advantage when I'm at sea level and I won't be working yet, which will be nice. So I'll have time or maybe I'll just go on like walks or some hikes or something like that. I don't know yet what that'll look like. But after that, week, I am planning to do just like an easy aerobic phase for running training, focusing on higher volume, and then focusing more on strength training, which a lot of you are probably doing right now. So my training blocks are a little shifted because of these races I've been doing in December and January, but I am planning on doing like a dedicated strength training block where I would like to get to the gym 3 days a week whereas now it's one to two lately it's been like one in the gym one at home which is still great like I've mentioned in previous episodes but yeah that's my plan for getting out of my almost burnout or being in a rut if you will but if you are not racing super soon or you don't have a race on the horizon and you're feeling this way, I would recommend taking an immediate break in whatever way helps you best, whether that is, you know, stopping running, something a different activity. I mean, that was a great time. Like I said in my winter running episode, it's a great time for winter sports or cross training or strength training, um, or just taking a break from a structured training plan. This is a good time for that. Um, so hopefully none of you are feeling this, but if you are, maybe some of those will help you. And if you are feeling it, you're not alone. Clearly we can't feel super psyched to be training all the time. And you know, these things just come and go in waves. So with that, I've been mm, not super psyched on the socials lately. And if you follow me on Instagram, You will have seen that I think two days ago now, I posted that I am taking a little break from Instagram because I just reached a point earlier this week where I was like, I don't want to create any content, I don't want to consume any content. I feel like I don't have any capacity for either of those two things. And so I had actually deleted TikTok off of my phone last week because I've been. Kind of just getting annoyed with TikTok. And so I took a little break from that. But then Instagram was kind of getting to me. And I was like, I just need, I just need a little break until I feel ready to come back. And part of it has been just the amount of information that is on social media and just like being inundated with what everyone else is doing all the time. And then that lead has led me to. Comparing myself to other runners and other coaches in like an unhealthy way So I just wanted a little break from that But if you have dm'd me you'll see I responded because I have been checking my instagram from the web Just in case anyone has reached out and if you have I really appreciate it. So thank you, but I Probably will be back on the socials in the new year. So a couple days But I just wanted to bring that up because social media, it can be hard and I feel like especially this time of year with New Year's resolutions and reflecting back on the year, it's I feel like even more than usual, it's a highlight reel in the sense of like, I think it's great to celebrate your year, reflect on your year, and see how far you've come and the different facets of your life. But for me, seeing that from a lot of people, it was just like, oh, look at everything they've done this year compared to what I've done this year. And I'm not saying that my year was bad by any means. I've had a great year in pretty much a lot of aspects of my life. Um... But you know, the comparison game can be a tricky game. And it's just been getting to me. And something else that's been getting to me that I've noticed in the past couple months is there's a lot of content out there that aims to educate, but what it really does is just shames you. And the type of content that I'm talking about are those posts. Reels or TikToks that will be something like, You should never do X, Y, Z. And instead of telling you what would be better to do or providing a solution or a suggestion, they just leave it at that. So I remember very distinctly a couple months ago, I was scrolling on TikTok and I, if you don't know, I'm obsessed with cats, so my For You page is a lot of cat videos, but there was one TikTok by, I don't even know who it was, someone I didn't follow, and it was basically, like, five things you should never do with your cats, and they were pretty common things, some of them, so, like, a lot of the comments that I saw, which I agree with, were, like, okay, so then, like, what should we do instead? And it just, it made me feel icky and I understand the intent of that content. So it's like, make a video with the problems so then people will follow you to get the video for the solutions. But I just kind of think that's a shitty way to put out content because it just makes people feel bad. Like I, and I'm not saying that I haven't done this before, I mean, you can probably find something where I've been like, you shouldn't do this in your running training. I didn't tell you what maybe you should do instead or like not be so negative about it. Um, But I've really been noticing content like that recently where it's just all the negative things you shouldn't do, things you're doing wrong, and none of the positive or like, here's what you might do instead or here's what you're doing well, but maybe you could be doing better kind of thing. And one of my goals for the new year is with content that I put out to try as much as possible to make sure that it won't come across as me shaming you for what you are or are not doing with respect to running, probably running, maybe strength training, maybe something else, who knows. But I've just been really cognizant of that lately in the content that I'm seeing and that's part of the other reason why I wanted a break. And yeah, so if you relate to that, let me know because I don't know why it just all of a sudden started bothering me and has been become really apparent in strategies around some people's social media content. But that is something to be aware of. And in the new year... One of my other goals for socials is to put my needs above being nice to other people. (laughs) And what I mean by that is like muting or unfollowing people on Instagram or TikTok that just make me feel less than or make me doubt myself or like question what I'm doing. And yeah, just kind of tuning into what I need more and not feeling like I should be following these people or I should be reacting to their content or consuming their content because, you know, in reality, probably no one cares. But those are my thoughts currently on social media. And I want to wrap this episode quickly just by talking about New Year's resolutions. First of all, I want to say you do not have to make any if you do not want to and you don't even have to call them resolutions. Sometimes, you know, some people like to do the word of the year or set intentions for the year. I think whatever works for you is what you should do. I personally love New Year's because I like new beginnings. I like starting new planners and just like getting organized and feeling, you know, the fresh start feeling. Um, So I like this time of year, I like reflecting on the past year, I like thinking about what I want in the new year, but I do know for a lot of people it can be very stressful, and it can also be very tempting to make a lot of New Year's resolutions or things you want to change in the new year, and I would just encourage you to, if you have a lot of things that you want to change, I would focus on one at a time. Because if you're trying to change a habit and you tried to change five habits at once, you're prob- it's probably not going to stick for any of them. And it would be better to focus on one and focus on something realistic and a small change you can make in your day-to-day or week-to-week that will allow you to go towards the goal that you set. Um, And like I said, you don't have to change anything during this time of year. There's nothing that says just because the calendar year changes, you need to change anything. But it is a good time. It's like a natural break to think about, is my life the way I want it to be? And if it's not, where are the changes that I would like to see? And then one step further... What can I control to make those changes? And what specifically can I do on a consistent basis to work towards those goals? So those are just my two cents right now for New Year's. I do have goals in the new year for my business and running. I'm not going to talk about them yet. Um but I'll probably make an episode in January about those. We'll see. Oh, and this will be the last episode of season two. So I've decided since naturally so far, season one was 2021. Season two has been this year, 2022. So the first episode of 2023 will be the first episode of season three. So 2023 will be season three. And we'll just keep going for as long as this podcast lives on. So that is the short end of 2022 episode. If you have listened this long, thank you so much. If you have thoughts or feelings, comments about anything I talked about in this episode, please let me know. I love hearing from you. You can DM me on Instagram at coachingcluts. I will check it. I will be back on there next week. Um, Or you can email me at at kellyatcoachingclass.com. And yeah, let me know what you think. I hope you have a great end of 2022, a great start to 2023. And I will talk to y'all next year. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review everything you do for podcasts, wherever you listen to them. It helps me out immensely and helps other people find the show and just spread my message. And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram or TikTok at Coaching Klutz. You can also find me at my website, coachingklutz.com if you're looking for my coaching services or any of my running programs. And I will talk to y'all next time.